the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, and you should, I want to invite your attention to Genesis chapter 39. We'll begin here in verse number one as we continue preaching through this series of messages entitled, What's Next? The word of the Lord reads as follows. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him an overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except the bread uh, which he ate. Now Joseph was a handsome, was handsome in form and appearance, and it came to pass after things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph and said to him, lie with me. He refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. Would you pray with me this morning, eternal and everlasting God? Thank you for your grace, your kindness, your mercy. Thank you for the privilege of being able to declare your word on this great day. Lord, I'm praying right now that your Holy Spirit will rise up in this place and accomplish what you set it forth to do. Lord, in the preaching of the gospel, I pray that someone who's lost might come to know you. I pray that someone who's drifting and wandering about from their relationship with you, God, that they might restore that broken fellowship. I pray, God, that you would give wisdom and direction, guidance to the one who's dismayed today. Father, edify this body of believers, and I pray that you would glorify yourself, Lord, wherever 
this word may find itself, whether in the ears of those who sit in the sanctuary or those who are listening via live stream or radio. Father, I pray that your word would go forward with power and conviction. I am in need today, Lord, of your, your wisdom and your guidance. I pray that you take hold of my body, think with my mind, and speak with my mouth, that the very oracle of God might be proclaimed in this place. We need you, Lord, and we lean and depend on you. So have your way now, God, and we will glorify you and give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. For it is in your name that I pray with thanksgiving and expectation. Amen. As we began this journey on what's next, we began in Genesis chapter 37. Part one of our series was what's next when you are the favorite. We looked there and saw that Joseph uh, was the favorite of his father and we last week as the assignment was what's next when you are sent to serve your haters we discovered that conspiracy to kill will rise up not only conspiracy to kill but also a casting of you into a pit for Joseph's brothers saw him and when they saw him immediately they began to conspire how they might kill him and that conspiracy led to them casting him into a pit but finally just about the time when things seemed like they were at their worst there was a changing of the plans regarding him. And oftentimes, as we walk through our own lives, we'll see these very same things play out. When we're the favorite of our father, we'll have haters. When we're sent to serve our haters, our haters will conspire to take us out. And as they conspire to take us out, they'll try to put us in all kinds of pits and all kinds of ways to keep us from accomplishing and keeping us from progressing forward. But we serve a God who's able to change the plans of our enemies. When we left Joseph last, he was about to be left in a pit for the purpose of starvation and dying of thirst. As he was there about to go through that process, God stepped in and changed the plans. And it moved from murder to try to gain monetary gain. And so as a result, and all of this, as we see it all playing out, is in the divine plan of God. Key thing I don't want you to miss is that regardless of where you find yourself, regardless of what situation you're in, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how difficult it is, you are a favorite of a God who will change the plans of your haters and cause the plans of your life to move from destruction to glory. I want to talk on this morning in this 39th chapter of Genesis from this subject matter and what's next when plans change. First and foremost, as we read through the first few verses of chapter 39, we find out that there's something interesting that happens here with Joseph. Joseph has been bought into slavery this Egyptian has purchased him. He's in Potiphar's house. But verse 2 says, the Lord was with Joseph. What's next when plans change starts off with the presence of the Lord is with you. In fact, the reason the plans changed in the first place is because the presence of the Lord was with you. As we look here in this text, all the changes that begin to happen, Joseph goes through being in a group of haters 
to being purchased by royalty. That might sound like somebody's story who is born again. You were at once in the hands of haters, demons, and Satan, and those who hated you and hated God. But you've moved from being in the hands of haters to being in the possession and bought by royalty. There are some who can identify with once being controlled by those who had no desire for their life but to steal, kill, and destroy. But now they have life and they have it more abundantly because Jesus went to the cross, paid the price to redeem them from the slave market of sin, and now they're in the hands and in the house of royalty. Well, that's exactly what happens here in the text. He gets purchased by Potiphar, and he goes there from there. And the Bible says, verse 2, the Lord was with him, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. All because the presence of the Lord was with him. The presence of the Lord will deliver you out of the hands of your haters. The presence of the Lord is the whole reason why things are changing. But listen, the presence of the Lord will also make you successful. Just in case you were wondering why you got that promotion, why you happen to be going well in your life, can I just blow your mind for just a moment? The reason why you're doing so well is not because you're so smart. I know you're smart. It's not because your mom and your dad grew up on the right side of the tracks. It's not because they had the right money in the bank. It's not because you went to the right school. The favor that's on your life has nothing to do with all those things, although all those things are good. Praise the name of the Lord. The reason why you've been successful, the reason to be successful is to have have the presence of the Lord with you. We've been, I'm going to say, as parents, we've been poorly advising our children that success equals having a good job or having a good career, going to the right schools, having certain houses, living in certain places, having certain cars, and we've equated all of these things to success. Can I interrupt somebody's parental mess this morning and help them to understand we need to begin training our children that success is involved not with the possession of things, but but being in the presence of the Lord. And, and, I, and, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong um, uh, with, with, with expecting good uh, study habits from your children, and there's nothing wrong, and they, sh- they should be studying, and they should be going to school, and they should be bringing home good grades and all that stuff. But that's not where the success comes from. The success comes from being in the presence of the Lord. The text says that Joseph was a successful man and he was in the house of his master and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord, not not Joseph, but that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. I, I need you to understand something. When you're in the presence of the Lord and you have the presence of the Lord, the success that the presence of the Lord brings will also be identifiable to people who are outside of you. Potiphar takes notice that everything that Joseph seems to do seems to prosper. And so the presence of the Lord will cause you to be successful, but the presence of the Lord will also bring about a sense of of notice that others will notice that that there's something special about you. They'll notice that every time you play sports, you seem to do well. They'll notice that every time that you uh, get your grades back, you seem to be doing well. They'll they'll notice, young people, that, that your integrity and your 
character seems to be carrying you farther than they can possibly go. They'll notice that there's something unique about you and there's something special about you. And you can then turn to them and say, it's all the presence of the Lord. So finally, his presence will cause you to have favor. If you look there, he keeps on going. He says his master saw everything that he was doing. It prospered. Joseph found favor in the sight of his master as he served him. God had moved him from a place, again, from being hated to now a place that he was being favored. You want to be favored by those around you? It's not about your Instagram posts. It's not about what you're putting up on Facebook because some of the stuff you're putting up on Facebook is making people hate you. You need to find favor in the presence of God. God is the place where favor comes from. Your favor is not coming from people. People will shift on you in a moment. They will love you one moment. They'll like you one moment. They'll follow you in one moment and the next they'll unfollow you. They'll block you. They'll, they'll smear you. They'll, they'll, they'll scandalize your name. But when you've got the presence of the Lord and the presence of the Lord is with you, he'll give you favor all around you. He'll make folk that don't even know why they like you, like you. It's the presence of the Lord that brings favor. And so the presence of the Lord causes more shifts. Watch this. It says, then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, he put under his authority. Wait a minute. Joseph was in a pit a couple days ago, and now he's been bought from his haters by royalty, put into a royal house as a slave, and now he is in charge of the whole household. And so because Joseph is blessed with the presence of the Lord, promotion from the Lord comes his way. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. Here's a slave. He just got on the scene. And everything he does, his master notices is prospering. And his master says, you know what, Joseph, come here. I'm going to put you in charge of, every, of everything. When God promotes you as a result of his presence in your life, you don't have to be qualified to get the promotion. Ha! That's what I love about God. God doesn't run you through a qualification scheme to promote you. And the truth be told, a whole lot of us are working and operating in circles of things we're not qualified for. We don't have the degree on the wall. We don't have the time in service. We don't have what's necessary. But God's presence has blessed us to be promoted to a position, Lord help mercy, above others who've been there for a while. And if you keep reading through the text, I read it earlier, Potiphar didn't even know what he had. He put everything in, in Joseph's control. Everything. Joseph, you take care of everything. I don't, even, I don't even know. I don't know what's coming in. I don't know what's going on. You take care of all that. You're in full control of all of my stuff. In fact, the text says the only thing he knew what was on his plate. He had no idea about anything else. He put Joseph in that place of, of authority and promotion and God, watch this, and then God not only blesses um, him in this way, but watch this, listen, listen to verse 5. It was from that time that he had made him overseer of his house that all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. I love that. And the blessings of the Lord was on all that he had in all of his house and in all of his field. 
I'm going to try to help somebody right here. When God's presence is with you and his promotion is upon you, it will not only bless you, but watch this. The blessings of God are so rich. They're so overwhelming. Lord have mercy. They're so, they're so um, magnificent and so, so multiple that it, you know, the blessings will overflow. To the extent that, that even Potiphar, everything in his house is prospering and being blessed. Not because Potiphar was holy. No, Potiphar was a heathen. But God is blessing Potiphar's house because Joseph is in his house. Look, sometimes we can be a blessing to places we are even when we ain't in the best position to be in. You still need to understand something. Joseph is still a slave. Even though he's a slave... God is blessing him so much so that the blessings are flowing out into Potiphar's house and everything that Potiphar owns is being blessed by God because of Joseph. You can become a blessing to your surroundings even when your surroundings are not familiar and the blessings to your surroundings will make your surroundings more comfortable. Y'all see how God can change your whole circumstance? Listen, sometimes... We need to learn how to pray, God, bless my enemies. Bless those who are hating on me. Because when God starts pouring out blessings on you and it overflows to them, it's going to change them. And it'll change your surroundings. It'll change your circle. The last thing here that I see, it picks up at verse 6b. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. It came to pass after these things, his master's wife started casting longing eyes on Joseph and she said, lie with me. But he refused. The third thing I want you to understand about what's next when change comes is you become pursued by temptation to destroy you. Joseph is 17 years old. He's young. He's handsome. No doubt he's physically fit. Listen, your, his youth, his good looks, because you look so good, because you are so blessed, because you are so favored of God, because God is pouring blessing upon blessing on you, because the windows of heaven have been opened up upon you, you become a target to the enemy to destroy. That's what he came to do. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. And because Joseph has been blessed by God and promoted by God and favored by Potiphar, and, and all the things are going well with him, he now becomes a target of the enemy. Now, you wouldn't have thought that the enemy would have been Potiphar's wife, but the enemy will take on all kinds of forms. Joseph is, he the man right now. You know, he, they done dressed him up. He, he don't even have his multicolored coat no more. He didn't, he's got some new garbs on now. He, he, and he walking around, he the man on campus. He, you know, everybody's, oh, here comes Joseph. <laughs> and, and he's the man. He walking around with all this swag and all this presence of the Lord, all this confidence in God, all these blessings on his life. And then all of a sudden, here comes Potiphar's wife, and she just looking at him. Y'all know how it goes. She just kind of looking him up and down, you know, like he it's, it's that, that flattery. And, and I need to walk through this because I need you to understand something. When you're walking with God, one of the strategies of the enemies is to flatter you so that he can get you off of your integrity. He, he flatters you to make you believe that it's all about you. 
I'm trying to tell you that this is the way the enemy will set you up. He will flatter you before he flattens you. So he's flattering. She's flattering him first. Then she throws all the real bait out there and says, lie with me. But this is what you need to do. Refuse. Joseph, the text says, he he denied her. He he refused her. Now, that temptation has a purpose, and the ultimate purpose is destruction. Stay here. But the process, the, the mental process that we typically go through is that we begin to evaluate our position. And Joseph could have evaluated his position and says, look, I'm the man. I'm in control of everything. And Potiphar don't know nothing except what's on his plate. And he wouldn't even know. I mean, she offered it to me. It wasn't me. I didn't come for her. She came for me. See, some people are already thinking about the excuse before they get into the thing. And, and so he could have went through that whole mental process. And he could have said, I'm entitled to this. Or, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah well, who, who wouldn't take it? I'm a man. Who, who wouldn't? Throw it? No, but he refuses. Listen. <laughs> Expect the enemy to cast longing eyes on you. Expect them to flatter you. Expect them to set you up. Because the lure is, if I can draw you away from your integrity that you have in your walk with God, I can destroy you. If I can get you as a child of God just to compromise a little bit. I, no, we ain't going to do nothing. We just, I just come on and we just come on here in the back, in the dark, in the corner. No, refuse the temptation and hold on to your integrity. Look at verse 10. Day by day. She spoke to Joseph day by day and he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. She kept offering to him every day. I need you to understand something about the enemy. The enemy does not give up because you refuse one time. Day by day, she's trying to wear him down to get him off of his integrity so that he can be drawn away from his from his place in the presence of God. Because if the enemy can draw you out of the presence of God, you are good as dead. Okay, the presence of God is your shield. It's your protection. Your integrity that you have with the Lord is all you have. And the enemy wants to draw you away from that. Listen, young people, this is what's happening in our culture today. There are people who are flattering you online. You don't even know who you're talking to. You've never seen their face. They're throwing up fake pictures, making you think that's who it is. And you're interacting with them, and they're flattering you, and they're telling you, oh, your mom and dad, they don't understand, but I understand you. I can do things for you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to look out for you. Nobody ain't going to love you like I love you. And they're flattering you, and they don't just tell you that one time. They're hitting you day by day by day day by day and the objective is to get you out from the covering of your home and your family to cause you to believe and to trust in what they're offering you so that they can draw you out of your integrity draw you out of your position with God draw you out of what you know to be right if he can draw you out of that present the next thing you know he's gonna have you in a vice he wants to draw you away from, from the presence of God and from the protection of God and from that place where you know this is right. Expect the temptation to come. 
It's coming to destroy you. It's coming to take you out. And when you've rejected that temptation, what's next? You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.